Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Chicago's Legal Latte, a series of podcasts brought to you by Lavelle Law Limited. Throughout this series, the attorneys from Lavelle Law will share their answers to questions about a variety of topics for individuals and small businesses. To participate in today's discussion, you can email us at podcast at lavellelaw.com. In, in many states, uh, drivers are required to carry automobile insurance um, when owning a uh, motor vehicle or operating one. Uh, yet it seems that there are many accidents we hear about in which drivers do not have insurance or don't have sufficient coverage to protect uh, anyone else involved in the accident. So if you're involved in an accident with someone in either that of those groups, um, not covered or perhaps not covered enough, what happens to your claim? Well, today we hope to find out a bit more about that. Hi, everybody. Jim Mitchell back with you. And today joining me is Attorney Joe Vito. Uh, Joe is an associate at Lavelle Law and is an experienced litigator who uh, I think is going to help us sort through this topic. It's one we have not covered before, so I'm looking forward to getting into it. Uh, Joe, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for taking time today. Thanks, Jim. So, first of all, tell us a little bit about those those terms I, I mentioned there, uninsured coverage and underinsured coverage. What are we what are we talking about there? Well, sure. Uninsured coverage is coverage you have on your own auto policy. When you go to State Farm or Geico or whoever your insurer may be, uh you you buy liability insurance, of course, in case you get in an accident with someone else. And you buy some people buy collision coverage just in case uh their property gets damaged. But in all of those policies is also what's called uninsured motorist coverage. So in the event that you get in an accident with someone who has no insurance coverage, your own policy will then step in to provide you insurance coverage in those situations. In terms of underinsured motorist coverage, if you have purchased insurance above the statutory minimum of $25,000 of liability insurance, you will have coverage for um, any accident you're involved with where the motorist at fault has less insurance coverage than your liability limits. So, for example, if you have $50,000 in insurance coverage and you get hit by someone who only has $25,000 in insurance coverage, there will be a gap in difference of $25,000 worth of insurance coverage that you can um basically recover as an underinsured motorist if you have a, a injury or, or an accident significant enough to warrant uh, you know 30 to 40,000 uh, dollars in damages and so that's how those two come into play now you you mentioned that when i buy a policy this this is included is it, is that standard or is that something as a purchaser of insurance i need to request or make sure that i have in a policy going forward it is it is required by law to have uninsured motorist coverage in your policy equal to the amount of your liability limits. You will also have, by by default, that same amount in underinsured motorist coverage. There is one little caveat in underinsured motorist coverage. You can actually waive your right to that, uh, but it has to be in writing, and you can get a reduction in premium. Most agents uh, won't really push it or try to sell it, I personally don't think they should, but in some situations, people who are savvy enough who are looking on the cheap, a lot of guys who are maybe uh, business owners and things like that that are looking strictly at their bottom line, it happens a lot in cab companies, you can actually uh, 
you can actually opt to have your underinsured motorist coverage uh, waived. You can't do that for uninsured motorist coverage. And you, you gave us a couple of examples. Um, so, generally, I mean, is it a fair statement to say that these types of coverage then cover any form of, of accident that occurs? And, and you'd mentioned, you know, damage to the vehicle or injury. There's, are there any catches or exceptions where the insurance company would say, well, that, that's not covered, or is it pretty much the same as all your other coverage? Well, it, it depends on the policy, but most insurance policies for uninsured and underinsured motorist coverage will only um, cover claims of personal injury and bodily injury. They normally do not cover property damage. That's a separate coverage of collision coverage. So if someone hits you and, and takes off and completely damages your car and you don't have collision coverage on the car, uh, your uninsured motorist coverage won't fill that gap to come in and fix the car. However, if they hit you uh, and take off um, and you're badly injured, you, your uninsured motorist coverage will then come in to fill in things you can get in a personal injury action, which include uh, your medical bills, pain and suffering, loss of normal life, and wage loss. And and you mentioned something there. You know, I, in years past, I'd been a, a victim of hit and run, and I know another family member who was as well. Uh, when when that occurs, um, you know, what specific action should we take, if if any, in those circumstances? Because generally, that's that's where a, a driver is going to be out because uh, the other person is just going to take off on them. Yeah. Well, if you are involved in a hit and run accident. Um, and you know, obviously, after all the all the dust is settled and you're taking care of yourself, if you have some serious physical injuries, what you want to do is contact uh, your insurance agent uh, and uh, and an attorney, quite frankly, um, to make sure that that you are preserving all your rights uh, under your uninsured motorist coverage. If it's a hit and run accident, as long as there's been contact between the two vehicles, um, then the uninsured motorist coverage will apply. And weird situations occur where there is no contact between the vehicles and the uninsured motorist coverage doesn't apply. For example, if someone's driving down the road erratically and swerves in front of your car, causing you to crane off the road and hit a pole, if that car didn't make contact with you, for whatever reasons this is how policies have been written forever and the law has upheld it, you will not get uninsured motorist coverage. It won't apply. If the car swerves in front of you and hits you, and then you careen off the road, as long as there's contact between the vehicles, you're entitled to uninsured motorist coverage. So it's very important that you establish contact between you and the hit-and-run car before you talk to your insurance agent and, and attempt to make any claim. Now, what about cases in which you know there is an accident, uh, obviously the person does not leave, they stay there, they they do have called them maybe an under underinsured category. <clears throat> is there anything I should do in that accident time to find out what level of coverage they have, or is the insurance company going to kind of sort all that out for me, and I just need to get the information exchanged? Well, it it depends. Um, normally, you'll you'll get the insurance information right away um, through the police report. In that type of accident, if everyone's standing around, there's damage. Ninety-nine out of hundred times, the police will come out. A police report will be made, which will list the individual's insurance, um, and then you can you yourself can contact the insurance company and, and try to obtain uh, what their limits are. Um, but the reality is, if you have a case where you're getting, where you're probably going to get the limits of the other person's policy, 
it's most likely, and, and you should, have an attorney to make sure that, that you are, are getting everything you can and, and that you're ready to go after the un, underinsured portion of your own policy. So basically, if you didn't do it with an attorney, you could try to settle out with that other person's insurance company, and then you would contact your own insurance company and say, look, I got their $25,000 policy, but I have $50,000 in bills, and I have $100,000 in underinsured motorist coverage, so I'm now making a supplemental claim under my underinsured motorist coverage for the remainder of that $75,000 worth of coverage. And you can go about it that, that way. The the problem with that is, I mean, there's a lot of caveats in this uh area of law one is giving notice to the insurance company in a timely fashion that could really uh serve uh to to in some cases completely defeat the claim so i would recommend talking to an attorney especially if it's a serious accident um to make sure that all the i's are dotted and the t's are crossed in this type of case and that you get a recovery uh out of as much coverage as possible we're, we're getting some terrific information today. It's being provided by Lavelle Law Attorney Joseph Vito. And uh, Joe is an associate at Lavelle Law, uh, serves as co-chair of the Northwest Suburban Bar Association Civil Litigation Committee. And uh, in the recent weeks, Joe's also posted a couple of uh, great new articles. You can find those at lavellelaw.com, uh, including one on this topic. So um, as we run out of time here in the next few minutes, it's a great place to go back and, and get a little more information. Um, and, and, of course, plenty of articles there by his, his colleagues, uh, as well as uh, years of our past podcasts and, and some new video tutorials, everything up there on lavellelaw.com. Um, so, so in my head, the wheels are spinning here now, Joe. You're talking about coverage that I, that I have already uh, to protect against these instances, claims I may need to make. If I do process a claim for uninsured or underinsured uh, coverage, does that mean my premiums are going to go up in the long run? No, an uninsured and underinsured motorist claim is a no. What they, what insurance companies deem as a no-fault claim. Um, you're never going to have a successful uninsured or underinsured motorist claim if the uninsured or underinsured motorist was not at fault for the accident. Um, you're only going to make these claims if, say, in a hit-and-run situation, the person's clearly at fault, or in an underinsured situation, they rear-end you and they're clearly at fault. When the fault of the accident lies with the uninsured or underinsured motorist, and you make a claim under your uninsured or underinsured motorist coverage, your premiums will not increase because it won't be seen as a negative, like a ding, for lack of a better word, on your driving record. It's it's the same as if, um, you know, you were hit by somebody else and you went after their insurance company. Obviously, that wouldn't have any effect on your policy. It's the same type of concept. It's it's a no-fault situation. Uh, no fault of your own situation, and therefore your premiums will not be affected. And then clarify for me, um, you were talking earlier about uh, the coverage uh, relative to damage to a vehicle as opposed to any personal injury you might incur. If this ends up being an instance in which your car is simply total, it's it's not repairable, um, what's the situation then as the policyholder? Yeah, if your car is totaled by a hit-and-run driver, there is a chance if you don't have collision coverage that you could be um you know pretty much out of luck if you have collision coverage and your car is totaled by a hit and run driver um you're going to have to pay your deductible and then they'll total out the vehicle with the remainder of um whatever the insurance company deems the value of the car is and so you know 
this is one kind of, you know, really unfair situation with most uninsured motorist coverage where, you know, you have this coverage, you think you're going to be covered for something crazy like that if some, you know, wacko hits and runs and leaves you. Um, but if you don't have the proper collision coverage, most uninsured motorist policies uh, exclude property damage uh, in their coverage. So there, unless you have that collision coverage, you could be, you know, without uh, any mm-hmm. recourse for your vehicle repair, which is a bad situation to be. Yeah. So let's let's wrap things up. We got a minute or two left, um, and I want to take a look at uh, you know two sort of professional services views on this. As a customer sitting down with an insurance agent, getting a new policy for their vehicle, what specifically should we be doing to make sure we've got the right kind of coverage then? Um, well, if you have a nicer car, obviously, you want to get collision coverage. If your car is, is you know, an old beater and you're not too worried about it, you know, that, that premium is probably not worth the price in terms of the property damage. But you want to make sure that your uninsured and underinsured motorist coverage is sufficient enough uh, to where uh, it'll cover you if there's a bad accident and someone doesn't have that coverage. For people who have families like me with small kids, I mean, I have a $250,000 policy because if something something like this happens, I want to make sure that there's enough coverage um, for the people in my car. Uh, you know, if if you're a single guy and you don't really care and, you know, something bad might happen and you just say, oh, well, you can go with the minimum $25,000 coverage, but I, I would encourage people to, to take a good look at what your needs are and, and make sure you're aptly covered in situations like this where you may get involved in an uninsured or underinsured motorist accident. And, and then just quickly, uh, if you are in an accident, always get the police report, and if there's looks like there's a claim to be made, especially with uh, uninsured motorists or hit and run, best to work through an attorney in those cases. Yeah, always, always best to work through an attorney. I mean, the insurance companies will will give us a, a little bit more credence, and there are pitfalls that that you know the normal consumer isn't isn't aware of. And you know, there's certainly other avenues of recovery that, as attorneys, we know whether or not the insurance company is 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 making sure that you're fully compensated for certain things like loss of normal life and wage loss and things. People sometimes don't think they're entitled to because, hey, I was getting paid the whole time while I was off those three weeks. Well, you're still entitled to that coverage. And sometimes people don't know that, and they get taken advantage of by the insurance companies because they're there to make a profit, not to pay you. And uh, it's always best to be armed with an attorney in, in these types of situations to make sure you get every dollar that's coming your way. Well, thanks to our attorney, Joe Beto, for being here with us today. Thanks to you for listening. We look forward to talking to you again on an upcoming episode.